Welcome, ladies, gentlemen, and all those in between, to the Novice Elitist Film Podcast, and our just podcast, whatever we're called. And welcome to a very, very special podcast, I'd say, or a very special episode, excuse me. Mm-hmm. This is a benchmark. Uh, there might be some fudging of the numbers, I don't know if you did anything this, like, you know, week or whatnot, but... Nope. And you're all probably wondering even though you know what the title is, because you, you clicked on me, that the last thing that just came out, maybe, uh, was my pick. Was, was was my pick. And he hasn't done his pick yet, so it's like, why are you why are you doing, you know, your pick again? This oh, is, yeah. <laughs> this, is a, this is a once-off. This is like, because it is the 100th commentary by us. Mm-hmm. Or at least review, if you want to say, like, movie-related piece. Yeah. Yeah, just that. not a... Speakeasy, it's not a yeah bonus. I I don't know. I, I speakeasies are a little like blurring the line for me. Yeah, they've they blurred lines. <laughs> I mean, they kind of started with a blurred line. They certainly did. But <laughs> well, then we turned them into reviews. So I guess they do count. They don't. But this is our hundredth commentary, and then people will be like, "No, your hundredth commentary is this." After we do another forty <laughs> more, and then it actually catches up to us. Yeah, just one that's not a bonus episode. No, this is well, yeah, it's not a bonus episode, but it's it's an actual like you know episode. Yeah. And it is the Iron Giant. Yes, which I'm sure we mentioned many times on the podcast prior. So as much as we bring our recurring theme of "Oh, this is blue as aliens," or we can see. <laughs> Yeah, I always want to just slowly work through all the stuff that we reference a bunch. Like, I want to get to Death Wish 3 at some point fairly soon. Because I know I've mentioned that quite a bit. But I still don't know when I'm going to break that thing out. But probably with Johnny. That'd be fun. That would honestly be a lot of fun. But that's for another day. Today we have the Iron Giant. Mm-hmm. Sir, any of your background history with this? Uh, I guess I can, since we got an hour and 26 minutes, I guess I can talk about it a little bit once we get started the movie. Okay. I guess, yeah, I'll, I'll do the same thing. So, this is, we're watching the uh, original version. We're not doing the signature edition. That was a big point of contention that I was wondering if I wanted to do the original version, or the, like, the theatrical version, excuse me, or the signature version that was released back in 2016. Yeah, I'm very curious to hear what your contention was about, because I've heard almost next to nothing about it. I know some of the... I know there was, like, some scenes that they put back in, they, like, reanimated or whatever. Or I guess animated, since they weren't animated the first time around. Let's just say that it's kind of <laughs> like the uh, the extended editions. No, what were they called? No. No, special editions? Special editions, thank you, of, of Star Wars. Well, that's unfortunate. But, not, but, well, again, there's there's one scene in particular that everyone's got a point of contention towards, so I don't know how we'll talk about it. Maybe we'll talk about it on a speakeasy one day. Who knows? Oh, well. Uh, maybe. Yeah, well, now, now I'm confused. Because but... we're not doing the theatrical, because we're doing the theatrical version, not the signature edition, so like. Well, do you think we'll ever cover the signature? Because if, if not, I might as well kind of do it all in one package oh like do you want to do the signature edition at some point <laughs> this is up to you i mean i've never seen hey, it. I you know what if... well maybe, maybe we will one day uh but... i don't know if there's enough of a difference to uh... I, well not really much it's just added scenes but i prefer to do the theatrical version first rather than the signature edition yeah no i was just saying if we're gonna 
since we probably won't do an episode on its own for the signature edition, if you want to talk about the changes, it'd probably be a good time to talk about it during this commentary. Well, there's one scene that adds more uh, screen time and or dialogue between Annie and Dean. Uh, It kind of gets them talking before um, the farm scene, or the barn scene, excuse me. You know the one I'm talking about. Yeah. And then there's the big one, the biggest point of contention is we actually have uh, the, the giant in, I think it was... I think it's either the second night, like, after the deer has been shot, Mm. he has a dream about, like, where he comes from. Oh. Kind of, actually, funny enough, around the same time that uh, Hogarth is being morphined. Interesting. And drugged. Do you want to know more? uh, Maybe we can save that for... Uh, You know what? It also could be, like, an after-credits thing. Oh, yeah. After-credits thing. Just talking about the changes after it's done. That or, like, look up the scenes after uh, the movie's over. Yeah, yeah, I mean... Pretty sure you can find them on here. Yeah, I don't know if I need to watch them, but we can definitely talk about them. But, yeah, go. maybe, we'll, we'll see. But maybe I we think just you probably started. should see them, though. <laughs> sure. Just to make sense. But, if you, at home, or, you know, on a lake, somehow, and you have access to a cord, and or a <laughs> uh, power source, uh, have the movie on either Blu-ray, DVD, or VHS, because I did own this on VHS. Hmm. I think still do. Get your version, copy, whatever, to Time Stamp Zero, or at least the point before the Warner Brothers logo comes on. And get ready to press play. Oh, go ahead. And three, two, one, play. It's going. It's moving. Yeah, there it comes. A beautiful I'm not touching looking... anything at all. Very pretty looking Warner Brothers logo. With I think of, uh, the new version of it is better. A little bit of an RKO kind of sound going on. A little bit. That's nice though. Yeah. A little bit of the callback to the older days. I also thought that was the satellite noise on it. Yeah, and that, that's kind of with the RKO. It's got that big blinking radio oh, light. Oh, right. It's the actual like signal that you can hear. Mm-hmm. One thing I did do today was... I wa- or listen to on title the actual soundtrack to this. Oh wow, it's a good soundtrack. It's a very good soundtrack. Yeah, nineteen ninety nine, an interesting year for for animation. But not nineteen ninety nine, Earth nineteen fifty seven. Yep. Which I believe was the same year that Martian Manhunter arrived on Earth. Oh really? I <laughs> believe so. Oh, and uh, New Frontier. I believe. So. Trust me, spoilers, not even spoilers, I'm going to be making a lot of references wow. to, uh... That's beautiful stuff. I don't know if, I don't, when you watch this on Tubi, I don't know if no. it was his, yep, no. Yeah, now now I'm taken, because, yeah, I watched it on Tubi, and it was, you it wasn't are, a rough copy, but yeah, no. it just didn't look great. Oh, and will this ever get a 4K release? I, <laughs> I don't know how much more you could enhance it, but... Yes, you know, one of the things that immediately caught me watching this was I was like, oh, this is... The people look the same as they do in The Incredibles. They're just not 3D. According to Eric, not, not uh, you know, our, our special guest host, a recurring guest, apparently Flash's, or Dash's original design was Hogarth, but with blonde hair. Oh, really? Yeah. And what could make an argument that uh, his mother looks like Elastigirl? Oh, interesting. Do you Hello. mean Geek Eric or... Yeah, Geek Eric. Oh, okay. Sorry. 
Yeah, no, that's a great image there with, um, yeah. That, uh, ooh, that, uh, that water doesn't look the best, no. but... And this is a direct reference to the book. Yes, it Not is. with the guy going out, but, um, just... That guy water. barely, like, escaped death from, like, almost getting dashed in the neck by some jagged rocks. Yep, very lucky. <laughs> just like me, back in El Salvador. We don't talk about that. <laughs> oh, no. Juxtaposing now, after the storm... To a day on Rockwell. Yeah, even more beautiful animation. I think they just copied that uh, one sailor or mariner <laughs> walking with his box. Yeah, so I'll just say I hadn't seen this since I was a kid. And as a kid, I'd only really seen it on TV. I don't know if I ever sat down and watched it from beginning to end. So it might have been the first time I'd seen it all the way through. There was a... Again, this this film failed financially, but earned a, what was it six Annie Awards, which was nice, and it has a high percentage on um, on the sir or was it on the um, tomato meter? Or... Yeah, the tomato meter and or the certain rating scales scale rating CD. Yeah, I mean it's definitely. I mean, I wouldn't even call it a cult classic at this point. It's just kind of an animation classic. Originally. Right, Incredibles would have started off as or started off as a two D film. Oh, that would have been interesting. I would have loved to see that though, especially for Pixar, or maybe it wouldn't have been. It Pixar. wasn't actually for Pixar. He had the mm -hmm. idea like to himself, and then like, I guess when he joined Pixar, he was like, oh, "I got this idea," and it was the Incredibles. Hmm. But anyway, yeah, I wonder what that would have looked like in two D animation. I I guess it would have been a combination between two D and CGI, yeah. but we'll see. But enter Hogarth, Hugh and Dean. Oh, look at that little moon explorer yep. device. That's cool. Yep, asleep at the job, or at least you know, <laughs> making space. Diner. Probably up all night before partying. Yeah, that's what you think looking at him here, but he doesn't really seem like a party guy once you party get to know animal. him. Well, <laughs> totally. I even thought his style is a little, little early. He looks more like he'd be like in a mid-60s kind of movie. Like the turtleneck, the all-black outfit. Well, are you sure that, you know, beatniks didn't look like that back in the 50s? Oh, yeah. I just would... When I saw him, I more thought 60s type of thing rather than 50s, but... But he's late 50s. Probably. I'd say one of those guys looks like Mr. Incredible, maybe the guy with the hat and the glasses... At least with the chin. Uh, I guess a smidge. Not. not fully, but... No, that's that was a deleted scene. Right. Yeah, and I gotta say, one of the things I always prefer about animation from this period is there wasn't the, the huge separation between the audio and the image that you're watching. Yep. Nowadays, the audio is just way too clear and a little bit too forward in the track where it just never sounds like it's coming from the the person talking on screen. I didn't ask your name. <laughs> Can you give me some examples of modern day uh, animated movies? That feel that way? Yeah. I just watched Soul, and I had that problem the whole time. I have it, especially with Pixar. But even something like Wreck-It Ralph, I have that problem. I think the audio is just a little bit... Oh, yeah, Public this... indecency! <laughs> yeah, that's. I was like, <laughs> uh... 
I thought he was just going to pull his pants down and we see, like, the boxers. But they didn't go that far. Is that Bill Watterson over there? Yeah, you're going to have to pay for the entire... All the Patreons here. What year did Osmosis Jones come out? Was it oh, Was it around this don't time? Don't talk to me about A couple that years one, after this? Please don't. No, you don't like that one? I <laughs> despise that film for, for certain reasons that uh, I won't get into here, but... Personal? You don't have to explain it. Personal, yeah, I'll just play personal reasons. Sure. I do not like that film. <laughs> Fair enough. Twinkie still existed, obviously. Wonder Bread. So, what do you think of some of the cast so far? Um, none of them really stood out. Um, really? What was that detective? I can't remember who the, the name of it, what he is. Um... Kent that? Mensley. There you go. Yeah, the actor who plays him was the one who stood out the most for me. Really? Yeah. Fair enough. How about you? Since uh... I think that this is a much better representation of actors being used properly. Uh, to go back to the New Frontier, mm. I think every actor stands out and is giving a wonderful performance. I think they all fit their roles. Now, keep in mind, I've seen this film more than you have. Yeah. I love that 50s little movie, by the way. The brain, uh... <laughs> uh... Do you love the campy acting that the guy's doing? <laughs> Although I did think it was a little bit too high quality for that little TV. I was like, hey, come on, this should look more scratchy. Oh, uh, yeah, there should be a lot more <laughs> static in it, eh? Uh-huh. Uh-oh, something's happening to him. Yeah, and I did like this kid, too. It's not like I disliked any of the performances. None of the, just none of them really stood out all that much. I don't know. I feel they are memorable in a way. I don't know how to explain it, but they just they do a good job, and the voice direction was, was played to their strengths. I think Brad Bird also had a big hand in that as well, mm. and actually directed these people and, and got what he wanted out of them interesting motion there it the the way that they use cgi is diff is very different in this movie than i've seen a lot of other animated movies this, this and this is like early days of cgi integration and i don't think we've perfected it at all i think this is actually one of the best usages usages of it excuse me yeah that's what i was gonna say I'm not, i wouldn't quite say early days i think this is when they finally found their stride and then maybe in the early 2000s, they kind of went a little too far. Hey, that was a Forbidden Planet poster in the background, I think. No. Oh, to keep an eye out. No, that was 57, so never mind. That'd be funny if it was, though. <laughs> oh, boy. Kid out in the woods alone at night. Isn't this an illegal? Out? It's the 50s. It's fine. Yeah. Different time back then. He's got his little, uh... What's that? Probably like a pellet gun type of deal? It's Yeah, it's most likely a pellet gun. A BB gun. He got his Red Rider action BB gun. Uh-oh. It's like something... <laughs> All of a sudden, here's the predator sound. Uh-oh, that's <laughs> not good. <laughs> yeah, I'd probably blow that gun right out of his hand. Oof. Or to analyze it. That'd be okay. something. The predator versus the iron giant. Who would win? Uh, Question is, the does, does the... does the But does the plasma caster... Or shoulder caster, excuse me. Does that, like, melt through uh, the giant's armor? Or not even armor, skin? Yeah, that's a good question. I'd say no. It's not actually iron. He's probably, like, a different alloy yeah. of some sort. Vibranium. <laughs> Look at that. What a great image again. Unobtainium. 
<laughs> I also want to say I love the lighting uh, in these next few scenes. Again, just some wonderful usage of lights. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but... Yeah, very, very polished animation. I was curious to see what the budget was for this. But I forgot to look it up. Let me look that up for you right now. Let's see. My praise, it was deemed a box office sailor grossing only $23 million after a reported $70 million budget. Too, wow, that's... That is long. literally... And I mean it. That is a nice-looking $70 million budget, dollar budget. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like, Very that well is... Used. Really good. Yeah, this scene here is making me think of like a Godzilla movie when he goes over to the uh, the power plant. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, Hogarth, you could have just easily like walked to the side. Like, you could have scooted over to the right or serpentined over to the left. Away from his foot, but what do I know? No couch sheet quarterbacking. Oh, it's so, it's so horrible. He's eating the metal. <laughs> I think that's cool, man. Uh-oh. Oh, that's not good. That is a beautiful sound. Oh yeah, do you do you know how uh, Vin Diesel ended up on this project? Oh, there was a one of the extras. It said I, I, I didn't watch one of them, so I think I think he got. Ref I think Brad Bird was looking through names because Warner Brothers was sending like him a bunch of names, like the one they wanted in the film and that he couldn't he had to accept was Jennifer Anderson and he said he liked that idea he was he was totally fine with that and I agree I think she does a good job with oh I uh, thought you were talking about for the Iron Giant I was like he wanted her originally for that role I was like what <laughs> I think no he just he found that role to be good like she actually was good in the role excuse me so yeah and of course she was already a big name at this point oh certainly Given the reunion just happened, right? Fr Friends reunion, I mean. Oh, it just happened now, yeah. yeah but recently. in full swing at this point. Ah, yes. All power plants in the 50s had a big off switch. <laughs> yeah, Chekhov's on an off, all on it, off switch. Jeez, all the, uh, all the Russians needed to do was send their uh, agents, their, their sleeper agents, to just turn off all the power stations... <laughs> Literally with the giant off switch, and the American cities would go into chaos. Yeah, rewatching this, it was a little surprising to me that this isn't, isn't a movie that I went back to more. Because, of course, I love giant monsters, giant robots, so you'd figure this would have stuck with me more. Oh, absolutely. Come, uh, come after this watch, you think you'll still go back to this? Every mm -hmm. now and then, I I would certainly hope so, sir. I might even go back to the the short story. I really enjoyed that, and that one definitely leans more into the Godzilla angle, especially in the end. So. Yeah, I, so I've heard. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder how he processes the metal. That's my question. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Get a running kid. That kid's a fast runner. I also love the fact that his teeth are crooked. I know that sounds weird, but as a guy who used to have crooked teeth before braces. Oh, I didn't know you had braces. I did. I had it from grade five to eight. Hmm. See, her, her hair's like really red here, but she's only like an auburn. Yeah. Uh, and like the actual daylight. Maybe it is just the lighting itself, but. Yeah, just the lighting. 
I do love her hair, though. It's very nice. Yeah, I guess I can kind of see the, uh, with the mom of the Incredibles now looking at her a little bit more. Yeah, look at the, what, what Helen Parr looks like. Yeah. It's a giant robot. And not really, can't really think of any, like, giant robot movies from the 50s. Um, it's a yeah. giant Robbie the Robot. Yeah, I have to think about it, but no, I can't really think of any either. It's been programmed to eat metal and mess with electronics. Maybe it was sent by the USSR. Who knows? I think on Tubi today I saw a 50s movie called The Giant Claw. Oh, golly. I think it may have even been 57. Let me quickly look. Look at that. Oh, there's a whole story behind this. Oh, that him drawing that image there? No, no, no. This thing, this little, like, you know, program they're watching. Boom. Whoa. Atomic Holocaust. <laughs> you don't. You all get vaporized. Look at that guy's chin. Look at that kid's chin. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a... It is bigger than my chin. I already have an enormously sized chin, so... Poindexter. I, I will say, I was really surprised that all this nuclear stuff wasn't in the short story because it's written in the 60s i would have just read this would have been inherent in the the story that's i think this that that kid is voiced by one of brad bird's kids hmm. that was a nice shot by the way how it zooms in and then like zooms right onto his drawing that was pretty cool yeah uh, it looks like somebody's been uh, a little... Yeah, crunching down. Yeah. I can sort of see that. <laughs> hey, didn't I already put on the subtitles? It's a little strange. <laughs> yes. They glitched up. out for you for some reason. Yeah. Hmm. I think you can bring them back up if you want. This man right here. Yep. UPD. UPD. Yeah, it's if you're out in mission. <laughs> or Chilliwack. What do you think of the, uh... What do you think of Ken Mansley's, you know, interrogations and or his, uh, detectiving... Um, well, he's definitely the kind of comedy relief character. Yes. But I think he plays well enough. I, I like when he moves in with them and does that scene where he's just yeah. berating him with the different little nicknames each time. I thought that was pretty funny. Yep. How would you think? I don't know if people... I like the idea of in-universe uh, an investigation going on we actually are seeing the giant... I don't know. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, and he's definitely kind of the big spearhead with the uh, the Cold War angle of the movie. So. So they do. <laughs> I like that little detail of him, his mustache going down. <laughs> That's oh. a joke that probably hasn't aged well. Ah, it's from the 50s. It's fine. Not really. Oh, the homecoming queen joke? What do you think some of the t times where the giant 
He's like near everybody, and then he just like hides away. That's my question. Yeah, I don't get how that because he's so loud when he moves. He's so loud, like how did he not? How does he not like get heard by people? That's yeah. my question. Hmm. I still do not know what your opinion of this is. Oh, me of this movie? Yeah. No, I I certainly enjoyed it. You're feeling it, eh? Yeah. Nice. And I knew I would. I mean, I enjoyed it when I was a kid, too. It just was yeah. not one that really stuck with me. So what do you think of... Or anything on, you know, Hogarth's bait and our luring of... <laughs> the beast? Um... You know, he's a little kid. I mean, it's not the greatest bait around, but... <laughs> just a big old sheet of metal. Don't don't let that sheet, you know, cut you up, bud. It's, hmm. They're nasty. Yeah, get some rust stains or uh, something. Took a selfie. That. Years before it actually... Well, later on, there's a thing with that where you yep. see the picture and it's like... Guess who was behind him the whole time? Yeah. Oh. Oh, no. Hungry. It's gone. He's waiting. No, no. It's right there. What? There you go. Is this yours? Nani. I was here the whole time. Have a little snack. Either he literally rolled a nat 20 on, on sneak or Hogarth just fell asleep and forgot to roll perception. That's probably it. Well, he's moving pretty... Oh, no. There you go. Really loud. Literally, like, 50 <laughs> feet and he just has to walk. Like, again, ant human. It even almost looks like the ground like almost shakes yeah. when he walks. So. <laughs> oh! What do you think of this scene? Or at least just that moment where, like, he smacks right into a bush and then blood. What's this? Blood in a in a in a animated movie. Well, I just looked this up because I couldn't remember if it was ninety eight. It was ninety nine. Uh, Tarzan came out this same year. Yes, that's right. And that also had some really good CGI integration, and also had some dark <laughs> darkness to it. So. Yeah, I'd say like both are exceptionally well. I think I just because I love Tarzan, but. I don't know. That was very different types of movies. Yeah, but they very much they are. utilize CGI very well, both of them. Yep. I have a gift for you. Ah. On you off. You use this to save me. Remember? Yes. <laughs> this is uh, this is between if I'm in an emotional state. So there's the on and off. <laughs> if only, oh man, if only a lot of pe- more people had stuff like that. <laughs> I'm just gonna turn your emotions on, off, on, off. I think if he just looks, he's like. I don't fully get it, but I kind of get some of the things I'm saying. just going to go with it. <laughs> this kid seems to be making sense. I do have a bump. That's true. I do have that. I guess he must have hit... Like, maybe he hit the clip in the beginning, eh? Yeah, it could have been. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be so painful to hear. Hey. Metal on metal grinding? Jeez. Yeah. And you bash people's heads with it. <laughs> nice. And proceeds to pick up said rock. <laughs> that is boulder. So you think it's because of this movie that he got the Groot to roll? Okay, this is 99. That was 2014. <laughs> well, well, obviously, I mean because of his... Uh... His voice. Yeah. And they're both kind of roles where they don't have too much dialogue, but... They make an impression. See, I wonder why he, 
He probably has his reasons, but I, I kind of wish Vin Diesel went into more voice acting because he has a very like distinct voice. Mm-hmm. Very good voice as well. Does that mean that his live action roles are not good? No, I just think that he also you know succeed at uh, doing voice acting. Nah, he's too busy making the Fast and the Furious. Uh, well, that ninth one still has to come out soon, anyways. So. Oh boy. Speaking of which, okay, that yeah, that guy right there, yeah. that policeman, kind of looks like either Chief Wiggum or a cop from The Simpsons. He looks like a really wonky design. <laughs> I feel the mayor looks like somebody. I feel like he's supposed to be a, based off a of president of the United States. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Could be wrong on that. Unless. <laughs> I kind of wish they did more of this where they like just literally jumped to another character having a rant ranch or something like that. I mean, he's like he's like trying to understand and trying to pay attention. He's that friend where you know you're just talking all the time, blah blah blah, and then he's just like, I don't want to go to sleep. Yeah, I think he's got a good expressive face, <laughs> given that he is all CGI, uh, plus some background art that makes him actually. Or gives him some 2D lines Mm -hmm. that are imperfect. (laughs) You just want me to stay right here. Recur. Oh, by the way, they also used CinemaScope in this uh, this movie. Oh, really? To also, you know, Bird wanted to pay homage, I guess, to the 50s movies that were in CinemaScope. Which, I guess, made sense. I like the music here. I mean, the music's good throughout, but... Bad Robot. So that's how... That's where, uh... So that's where J.J. Abrams got it from. I did wonder that. No. I don't think so. Two knows. I'd I mean... be funny... That'd be funny if you did. It was. He's a fan no. of this. Yeah, I'm not sure when he founded that company, but... Yeah. Who says he's stomping? He's just walking around. Well... Like a normal robot. Nice. He's learning! Yep. You're going to need a lot of food to, like, feed a man. Oh, yeah, the train sequence. I like this one, too. There's a train sequence. <coughs> Excuse me. Must there always be a train sequence? Oh, what is this? Dinner? I mean, kids are into trains, right? Somebody laid out a snack. Maybe right? not in that sense. He's a hungry <laughs> guy. Why don't we have just gone for the sign? Ooh, pretty lights. Yeah, bad luck. Um, yeah, just try doing that there, whole girth. Yeah, and I like his attention to, to detail here when he puts it down. He oh, well, I mean, like, that shows either, like, a kid at work or no, just a, a person with OCD. A little more intelligence. Yeah, it shows that the giant's not stupid. Yeah. And I just... You can almost see Superman doing something like this, where he's like, all right, I gotta get it, like, you know, perfect. He does screw this up a little bit, though, here. <laughs> no, he gets it on perfectly. Well, but he doesn't... Like, uh... see, look at that. Yeah, it's on perfectly, he right? It's on right, but... Oh, I see your point. Yeah. I still feel like the train would be in a lot more worse shape, even though it's 100,000 tons. Then again, he did lose an arm. We're all screwed. 
did Futurama start in 1999? Do you remember? Yes. Yeah, because sometimes he reminds me of Bender. <laughs> Albeit not with the massive Popeye arms. <laughs> Minus that. It's mainly the face. Something about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so, but I I don't go to that immediately. Oh. I mean, Futurama's great, though. Uh-oh. Giant gorilla, giant lizard. Uh, a giant grizzly bear. Could have taken anyone else's car. Probably. Poor mare. Huh. I love this expression. <laughs> There's a lot of good expressions in this movie. Yeah, I was surprised how gigantic their uh, little barn is here. It's pretty huge. Then again, like, it's Maine, so... Do they own... Do they have a farm? Well, it's... it's hay. Kinda... Oh, yeah, he's got four fingers. I forgot about that. Maybe it used to be a farm... Hey, hey, man! It's all you know. Just like on your little set there. I'm surprised my set didn't come with a little screw. Oh yeah, it should have. It yeah. probably should have. I mean, hey, I'm, I'm appreciative of my uh, statue I got with it. <laughs> oh uh, yeah, and all the little pieces coming together. That's how the story opens, by the way. It's on like a beach, and all these little pieces are traveling around. It's a really pretty sequence. Yep, I can do that. So these uh these two folks here, these two conductors, uh, are at least at the time they actually reappear in Incredibles as well. Yeah, that guy in particular, absolutely. Uh, they are was it Ollie Johnson and Frank for his last name, but they're basically two of the nine old men. And who are the nine old men? You say they are probably the fathers of animation itself. Back in the 30s, they were like Disney's artists who made a lot of their films. Oh, okay. So, and Brad Bird was very much inspired by all the nine <laughs> old men, as one should be. Oh, the praying moment, yeah. <laughs> what did you think? Well, it's just, uh, how embarrassing for him. <laughs> this is what happens when you go to that, uh, that one church over there on the other side of town. Oh, no. And then you start flailing on the ground and being like, the spirits possess me. Seriously. <laughs> this is what happens when you go to the Baptist church. <laughs> oh. Okay. Different. Yeah. Well, that's people plenty of times. Oh, yeah. This scene right here was not supposed to be this commercial. It was actually supposed to be a commercial for Tomorrowland. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Like Disneyland's attraction. Was it Brad Bird that directed that live action? Yes, it was him. Oh. But he could not get the rights to do the Tomorrowland ad, but in the signature edition, he, I guess, you know, having some leeway with Disney, was able to get that in there, and they reanimated it. And, by the way, you rolled a nat 20 on that. <laughs> like, you have perfect aim. Oh, the lobster there, that's funny. That's probably what everybody else would do, right? <laughs> Let's be honest. Worst possible timing. They found me. Scout. Our new... Mm, boy. Oh my. Checks out the bod. Male, uh, male body, eh? Or male gaze, eh? 
Yeah, pretty obvious. Uh... Ah, you know, it's for all ages. Ha ha ha. Oh yeah, and John Mahoney as the um, as the general. I think he did a good job with this. Oh, did he now? Well, you're gonna need that, or else. War and peace. Come on. You know, you just you just means he's you know a smart a smart general. Oh, he's a three star general, man. Also, he's very close to the capital capital building. <laughs> oh no! That's uh... <laughs> a little <laughs> turns it around. What do you think? Uh, I don't know if you heard. This. He said, "Like you know, I got a feeling about this one." Do you think uh, he? Obviously, he's investigated other. Oh yeah, that uh, sounds like maybe he's like the crazy. He's like the bad version of uh, what's his name on X Files. Oh yeah, Duchovny. What's his character's name? Uh, Mulder. Yeah, Mulder. Oh golly, much <laughs> like Gunsmoke or something. Bonanza. Good grief. That's something I'd probably do as well. At a stranger's house? <laughs> Maybe not a stranger's house, but if I had a phone. Whatever kind of phone that is. <laughs> Kids won't know what that is. He pretends that he's so slick all the time, but... Yeah. Ho Hobart. <laughs> I believe it's English. <laughs> Zippo lighter? I don't know what that means. Uh, she's probably British, or her... Hoover Hug... Okay. Hargarth... What do you say there at the last part? Uh, Hug... Hug or something like that? You sure about that? Hey, you said my name right. By the way, I got a question why Hogarth's not wondering about the hand. Mm. And where the hand is. That's a good line delivery. Oh my. Uh oh. That's a strange thing. What you didn't hear was that, but uh -oh. it was me using the toilet in the future. Like right now. <laughs> Hang on, you're giving away the uh -oh. plot. Uh oh. Can't do that. Uh my breakfast this morning. Uh, he got a new dog. Let's put it that way. That's... That was pretty cool. <laughs> you gotta lose some weight there, bud. Yeah. Um. Well, it implies oh, that her meal of cooking is not good. Yeah, she didn't like that, uh... Nope. <clears throat> he just dropped a fat deuce. Oh! <laughs> That was used heavily in some of the commercials. Was it? Oh, yeah. boy. Oh, boy. Well, you know, for comedy's sake, but people didn't know how to market things back in the day because they didn't realize this was a actual really? serious movie with comedy bits in it. Where's that car of yours from, sir? Yeah, I stole it from the mayor. I know. Mary's probably wondering right, right now, where's my fucking car? And use how much, like, gas as well? <laughs> gas was cheap, though. Well, I think. Got the devil eyes. 
He had his hand on the mini map. He knew where it was. Mm-hmm. It was just getting to there. Fortunately, he doesn't have the enemy identification upgrade yet. Oh, I sure you That's love it. this. I'm surprised they were able to get the spirit in there, but if you didn't know, hey, an action comics right there. There Superman. it is. Uh, they don't say which one it is, but I know that's an actual cover. <laughs> like, that's an actual issue. Uh, but Brad Bird actually initially started off wanting to do a spirit movie. Oh, really? The spirit movie, excuse mm. me. And he was set to do it, and then, I think it was either MGM or... It was somebody. Yeah, it's I, too bad he didn't. It would have made... Yeah, no, probably would have made that look not exist yeah perhaps. i just grabbed my dvd i was sitting right next to it directed by frank miller to you ever seen this no <laughs> oh never have yeah it is bad but uh i forget i think it was uh ted turner who like had the oh. license to <laughs> the spirit and then they got bought out by time warner and the project got canceled basically mm. um i'm pretty sad and miffed that we never got to see that yeah, I can't remember who released this one. Lionsgate. Uh, of course they did. Interesting. Did this movie f- ever make you feel like it's a, kind of like an American version of a Miyazaki film? Um, I never got that feel. I didn't no. think so. I don't think that as well last night. Did you ever get that sense, or have you? Have you I was I was thinking about sense? that last night. I'm like, does this have a like Miyazaki sense to it? Yeah, I think some of that kind of in- environment, kind of elemental vibe is so inherent with Miyazaki stuff. Yep. There's not a lot of flying, you know. <laughs> well, not until the end, which flying yeah. is really good, though. Oh, it looks creepy there, actually. <laughs> it's, just got, it's got technology in it, uh, usage of technology. Actually, what would you... Th- what would you say wins, the Iron Giant or the robots, the Laputin robots from Castle in the Sky? Oh, sorry, the Castle in the Sky ones. Because those guys, well, they both have laser vision, so... Oh, who would win in, like, a fight, you mean? Yeah, in a fight. Oh, I thought which which design I like more. Oh, that's fair. Because I love with the integration of, like, the moss and stuff on those guys. That's That'd be cool. interesting to see how he would look like with all the moss and plants yeah, on it. Yeah, that's true. You've done it before, why can't you do it now? Once again, uh, either he rolled a nat 20 on uh, Hyde, or <laughs> Dean rolled like a 1 or 2 on spot perception. Yeah, Dean is probably drinking on the job, and no. <laughs> but he's probably uh, just, uh... not drinking, but doing some of that uh, new uh, new age stuff. Oh, the reefer. If you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Efer madness, eh? <laughs> oh, my dinner. My only, like, meal... And it's gone. Oh, look at that pouty face. They give you some good designs with his face, eh? Yeah. Dig in, buddy. It's like licking his lips. <laughs> if he had lips. Yeah, just the, the sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> and a tongue, but do a really good job of that. So I wonder if that's, that was the car. That'd be kind of funny if it was. Alright, here's my, here's my question. Why does he not eat it? Yeah, I know, he's... Bins it, or like just just, it. just eat it. Maybe. Pretty sure, like the 
alarm will disintegrate or break down if you eat it. But all right. Wonder where that landed. Hmm. And somebody said. It's perfectly on top of somebody. Oh, I love his uh, robe, by the way. Oh, that's I need that robe. You want that robe? Hell yeah. <laughs> Crowbar. Oh, that's fine. Are you sure that it's, you know, not them trying to, like, pilfer off copper? That's quite the piece right there. I have no idea, but... Yeah, it looks like a elephant almost. Yeah. Not really. It is the 50s afterwards, so... uh... Stranger danger, buddy. Hello! What's your... uh, What's your... What's your kind of hit there with the coffee? Me? Oh, I can't drink it anymore. Oh, you can't, eh? Migraines. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's a big trigger, sadly. He said coffeezilla, so I guess he had seen... Godzilla King of Monsters. Yeah, the, yeah, there you go. It is 57, so... One year after. I know, right? I think, uh... I think Brad Bird actually animated this scene. Sounds like me, except without the intelligence. Oh my god, he's going crazy. Keep the caffeine away from him. I gotta give the... I gotta give the actor credit if, like, he did that in one take... I don't it know if they actually sound like they sped him up a little bit. I was thinking that too. Enunciated clearly as well. Yep. Alright, now I <laughs> now I rolled at least like a fifteen or higher on my skill check. For perception. Oh. Um nom 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 nom. He's eating the building. Hey, what are you doing over there? That's my buddy! <laughs> I feel like his feet would make a bigger crater, but... Yeah. He's got karate chop action. Oh, he's gonna try eating him. What do they taste like? He's not gonna eat him, because he's <laughs> not made of metal. <laughs> we do? Oh. Now you're, uh... Now you're gonna need a lot of more coffee there, bud. Well, let's be honest here. If you were like a kid back in the day, oh yeah, and you had great. a you had a giant robot for like a friend. Yeah, and it was nice. They set up in the beginning like he has a thing of bringing home strays. Yep, the raccoon and the. Uh, so squirrel. this is no different. He can stay in the woods. Nobody like caught him at all except for you. I like this. Yeah, just like no. <laughs> I'm done. I'm going home. I'm going home. And then that only, like, black screen we actually get, I believe. Yeah, I almost thought that was a little out of place. Really? Uh, I mean, you certainly don't see that in movies from the 50s. No. I mean, maybe you do in the comedies. I don't know. I don't really watch a lot of those, but... Neither do I. Maybe. Who knows? Mmm... <laughs> Seems as though we get some backstory with Dean where he isn't from here. Interesting. (laughs) Uh, But it is tomorrow, though. 
right now, I believe. Yeah, you nocturnal beast. Did you ever have a, a room to yourself where uh, you could climb up a tree? Nope. Let's just say recently I've uh, stuck a ladder near my uh, near near my window and crawl, crawled through it. Oh, really? I had to do that recently because I did not have... Oh, your key? A key. Mm. It was bad. Yeah, I've had to do that kind of thing before, yeah. But the problem was I had to wait like five, not even five, like a good 15 minutes just so that nobody was coming by because they didn't like, you know, get the idea that, you know, somebody was breaking in there. Yeah, I've always just not Unwanted cared. guests <laughs> on both fronts. That. I just love how happy he is. He's like, <laughs> hello. <laughs> More like the afternoon. It's the government. He's after me. <laughs> you literally brain. have the government like crawling over you and mm -hmm. breathing down your neck, eh? What's going on, sport? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is the little montage of all the different things he calls them. I thought it was funny. Uh, because, you know, I watched a movie the other night that had a giant robot in it. That's why. <laughs> I'm going to the bathroom. Oh my god, what a nightmare. <laughs> Literally, you know, a chip on your shoulder. The itch on your back that you can't reach. <laughs> In the world, actually. Scrap and art. Oh, well, you know, you, you didn't know. You didn't exactly draw the Borderlands uh, before, so who knows. Alright, time to make a Christmas tree out of this. I don't even know what that is. You know what? It's that's not actually not bad. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, in the meantime, we have to deal with Choco Lax. I wonder if that's gonna mm, yeah, gonna we'll come into again. You play beforehand. Okay, oh, I see. Really <laughs> Indeed, it is. Uh oh, Choco Lax. I hope he uh, didn't put that on himself. Hey, that's the second crap joke in this movie. <laughs> Are you saying this movie's crap? No. <laughs> Look at him talking with his mouth full of ice cream. I like that cream. little like detail that they have the ice cream in their mouth. Look at that Choco Lax in the background as well. <laughs> that would have been interesting to know back in the day fact that there was like you know a satellite you know orbiting the sky mm -hmm. this guy sure is paranoid well <laughs> he does work for government so i don't feel safe does anybody i got this rant in me for years and we have the korean world war to deal with yep huh person's like, we could build that. <laughs> you know, we built that one plane. I forget what that was called. I was going to look it up. Let me look that up. Unfortunate. Well, that's just great. Uh, what was your thought again? 
Are you asking me? No, but no, I, don't. <laughs> I meant that. Because <laughs> you're saying you're gonna look something up, but I missed what it was. So, <laughs> oh, Frank Thomas and Ollie Johnson—that's who they were. Those those two conductors. Oh, that's right. Sorry. Arts and crafts. I like that. Yeah, I don't know how, like... Oops. It's funny that both of them have that little bit of hair sticking out of the back of their head. Mm Mm-hmm. Again, (laughs) why wouldn't you do... You probably do this as well back in the day. Eh, no, I don't like, uh... The adrenaline kind of pump, yeah. Talk about motion sickness here. (coughs) Excuse me. I sort of see that. Hey, it's just a tilt a whirl. Nothing wrong with that. Oh. Hey, and he didn't even have a seatbelt on. That's the other thing that makes no sense. Again, not a lot. They don't need. They aren't needed back in the day. But I still don't know how he's not flying out of the car seat. Good shadow work. That CGI. Oh yeah. There. Oh, he's. uh, Just us. Got it. Oh boy. Well, he's uh, he's got he's lost it. Oh no, the lake thing. Ooh. Maybe, poor guy. <laughs> Another fun little montage. I do really like this detective guy. Again, he's, the he's investigation. This is what I meant by like. Do you think it's necessary, or it was necessary in the, in in universe, <laughs> oh, and for God. us to see it? Excuse me. Like in a universe, I guess yes, but was it? Necessary for us, the audience, to see him like going around and looking at things that we've already seen before. No, it's just a good little bit of comedic. Uh, well, I was going to say comedy relief, but it's not like it's. I guess with all the poop jokes, but. <laughs> well. But they don't play it up too. When I say comedy relief, I usually think of annoying, but it's it's not. So. Is oh. it filler time or? Yeah, a little bit of filler time. Also, yeah. it is. That is quite convenient that he found that camera. Yep. But it is a small town, so maybe it's possible. Yeah. He's I guess like... he was going to sightings of the giants, so... Yeah. He was right around the time, around the area where Holgarth was when... Look at that rock. Stalking him. Hmm. Interesting. Uh? Hmm. Comes up... Yikes. That kid turned a shade of blue. me in October haven't done that in a while recently looks like he's gonna die yeah I'm surprised by that I wonder if they put the actor in like cold water I doubt it (laughs) Uh, there was Brad Bird is known to like make his actors go for a run to be out of breath does he fire a gun on set like uh, William Friedkin (laughs) what set was that again oh the exorcist oh my slap people around too oh golly don't mind me, just, you know, reading my paper. I feel like he wouldn't read the paper, though, because he's, you know, against the man, so... <laughs> Why would he be with the news? Catastrophe. No, he likes to know what's up, you know. That's true. I got a question, though. What is it with, like, Brad Bur- <laughs> Holding off for dear life, huh? <laughs> I don't even know if he is or not. He's got the, that little death grip on the chair. Ah, that's true. 
I don't even want to know how he got down from there. I guess, you know, giant helped him that. down, but... The way this, the water looked down there looked great. Yep. <laughs> People with this movie. Oh, those poor pigs. Where's he taking them? Uh, they're hygienic. What are you talking about? They're hygienic. I just meant, what's he going to do with them? That's true. The Red Room. No, this has nothing... <laughs> Oh, yes, Mansley is in with the Black Widows. <laughs> Who knows? Uh-oh. Somehow I feel like I knew what this was back in the day. When I first found, like... Like, developing photos. Yeah, I feel like that makes sense. Man, Hogarth is, uh... Not perceptive, at least, in that scene. Ah, no. uh, Serene. October in Maine. Wonder where Stephen King is. <laughs> He's gotta be in here somewhere. Well, shoot! Now I forget what I was gonna look up. Oh well. There's Bambi's mom. Uh, no, that's Bambi's son, or one of Bambi's sons. Because oh yeah, <laughs> if it takes place, if if it took place in 1942, <laughs> then mm -hmm. that would mean that that could be one of his sons. Oh, or his grandson. His line ended here. Or, well, at least this line ended. Another one of Bambi's uh, relatives. Yep. What, what do you mean? Oh, wait. So, Brad's pitch to this, the executives was what if a gun had a soul and didn't want to be a gun? That's interesting, but... Is there... Gender fluid ideas there. <laughs> Explain that. I, don't I just know. like you know you you are who you are is when you're born, but you don't want to be that. I mean, I I wouldn't write that college paper, but uh, yeah, that's, you could. that's fair. <laughs> Somebody probably already has. <laughs> probably based on this movie too. Uh, what do you think of this scene here? Uh is it heavy-handed? Um, I thought it was a good setup for this, but it played a little bit, uh, especially after all the comedy stuff with the detective, I thought it played a little bit, uh, a little overly, uh, melodramatic or I something. I see, okay. Uh, if you didn't know, Brad's sister, uh, Suzanne, or Susan, excuse me, was, uh, killed by her husband with a gun, like he shot her, like, back in the 80s. Damn. So it really, it really got him, as as it should. Yeah. And so this movie is dedicated to her, and that's kind of why he had that scene or the whole, all of this. Mm. Now, does that mean? Does that make this like you know any better? Well, I, mean, I would say it just explains some things. That's outside knowledge, though. You have to find out. It was part of the setup. I just thought because um, they leaned into the comedy so much with the detective. Like, even the scene before in the dark room, she's like, I brought your toilet paper that you wanted, or needed. The scene right before, so. <laughs> Implying that he's still, uh, yeah. loose down there, eh? Yep. kind of religion are you talking here, Hogarth? His own made-up one. His own understanding. His own made-up one. Yeah, there you go. He probably only heard some vague, like, his mom prays at the table, but... Maybe they don't go to church every Sunday. Uh, that's probably true. It's it is the fifties after all. So, 
oh, you know, white picket fence, and that's when they would everybody would go to church every Sunday, and then skateboard after. Sometimes go away again. Yeah, it looks like they did. What is going on here? Yeah, it's strange. There's a big barn, by the way. It's where they hide on their moonshine. It was a nice bike from the 50s. What I say there. Yeah, definitely the barn seems almost a little out of place here. Because this isn't a farm, really. Maybe it was at one point they sold off all their land. Yeah, probably. Oof. Nah, just right. I guess I'll try to put these subtitles on again. Very strange. A lot of things. <laughs> Can't Creep. Oh my goodness. So who's the good cop, bad cop? I might have some evidence for you. Nice toss, by the way. <laughs> He's probably like oh. nailing every single nip. What is that? Doesn't it though? <laughs> it does. I feel like it does. It is a photograph. Well, he kind of, he kind of, uh, they get around it. I know he's he's able to do this because you know national security. It's like uh, it's like twenty four. Oh boy! Yeah. <laughs> Except it's on a child instead. Mm -hmm. But as certain people will point out in reviews, Mansley is the uh, definition of you know the American machoism you know gone wrong. Yeah, yeah, an American paranoia gone wrong. Yep. I guess he's been taken by uh, the center, eh? Tuh. Look at that. Again, very smooth mo motions with the... Yep. Oh. No! No! Is that Bill Cosby? Aye, aye, aye. <laughs> Was he touching little boys? No, no, just, uh, just the... Not that that's any better. Jeez. Yeah, I'm just putting people to sleep. Oh, golly. Yeah, I took her to a bad place there. Sorry. <laughs> ah. Oh, here comes here comes one of my favorite, like, little uh, asides. So, did he fax them the photo, or what? Uh, first post? The post that hurts the most? <laughs> yeah, how long did that take? Western Union. <laughs> Literally the scene from Back to the Future Part 2. Whatever that means. Eh, he's already adorable, so. Certainly would love if I were a if I were a, a dad, I'd love for my kid to be similar to him in a way. Yeah. And not like me. Nailed up the windows. Oh, he's such a good. This is kind of a funny scene too. It is pretty funny. Very very subtle, in a way though. See the subtlety. You have to you have to understand the subtlety, because that's what makes it or breaks it. What the, what, I think all this was yeah the the um the theme to this was called Battle of the Wills, <laughs> or was it Duel of Wills? Here, I'm just gonna see. Oh, I remember what it was now. Let's see if this freaking thing would work. <laughs> all right, there he is. <laughs> There's Hal Jordan. <laughs> Come on, man, that was Hal Jordan. Yeah, I could see that. That was like it totally makes sense. Well, it was a Ferris Airways. Uh... <laughs> kind of shot in the back. Hal Jordan is Ho Hogarth Hughes' uh, dad. I love his face. It makes total sense. 
My fan fiction and our fan theory has been true for years. <laughs> it's a little sly grin. Wow. Yeah. Got Looks him. Looks like I won. I don't think I could sleep sitting like that. Oh, you you you'd be surprised if you like you know were that tired. Hmm. Well, I've been up all night before, and I don't think. Well, maybe I could actually. Yep. Well. Oh, you got fooled, bud. I paid my taxes. All right. Oh, it is a Forbidden Planet. It was Forbidden Planet. Never mind. Yeah. Wow. I guess that came to Maine. Yeah, what year did that come out? I thought it was... So it was... A little later. 50... No. Could be wrong on that. <clears throat> I was thinking 58, but let's see. No, 56. Year before. Oh, I was wrong then. Never mind. There you go. There you go. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. My joke before was, like, when he's complaining about, like, you know, who made the giant? The Canadians and, like, the Avro Canada CF-105 Arrow. That one untested, uh, unreleased one. Oh, I don't know anything about that. It was a cancelled, uh, project that we were gonna make back in the 50s. Was it a giant metal man? No, it was a... It was an interceptor pilot. Or interceptor jet, excuse me. Anyway. What is his name? Tony Stank? Hey, can you soldiers blink, please? <laughs> Some of them are blinking, just not the general. Yeah, I know. That's weird, but... The general's too serious to blink. Oh, he blinked there. That's not the general. Oh, oh. I mean the background. Yeah, in the background. Okay. Yeah. I feel like he disassembled his legs, like took his legs off and then like <laughs> got into the net pose. Those tiny little bug eyes, the general. Oh, grief. Uh-oh, that's not good. <laughs> That's not good. Oh, uh, it's always about Uncle Sam. And always out of his butt. <laughs> Why not out of his pocket? Yep. Our tax dollars at work, folks. Oh, so you said they had another scene prior to this one, or after? Yeah, this was there was a deleted scene prior to this that was cut and stuck in the signature edition. They're kind of building their relationship yep. before this? Yep, yep. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, what about, what, what is it about uh, Hal Jordan that attracted to you? I guess just because he was a fighter pilot, so why not? Yeah, and he had a lot of spark of life. You know, he's w willing to uh, take a lot of risks. I guess so, yeah. Ones that killed him, apparently. <laughs> Are we sure about that? And instead of being KIA, he mm. didn't get a, uh, a space ring and uh, got sent to the stars? Mm. That's what I'd like to think. Had to go, go patrol his sector, yeah, couldn't come back. Does make me question about Carol, but... <laughs> this was his uh, girlfriend before, Carol Danvers. <laughs> I guess, you know, it's a kind of obvious scene, but you see, you know, uh, Dean offering any or getting any into the truck, whereas Dean's... Or Dean, uh, where Mansley's stuck in the back. Mm -hmm. There's obviously a, you know, yeah, dichotomy the there, and, or, you know, compare and contrast... <laughs> are you sure you want to like send him into the field because he's kind of in the fields right now 
He's not in the mood. He, does, he wants to be Superman. He I want to stick the big old S on there and become... Okay, you clearly hear the M. That was weird. Uh-oh. Two, three. Yeah, how do you feel about this integration of this little moment here? Do you feel like that little setup before was enough? Does this feel a little bit like we're going to, like, kind of another vignette for the movie? Uh, separated by just, you know, being a third act now. Yeah, it almost feels like, oh, was this immediately after that other crew left? That they started playing this game, or... Yeah, this happened immediately afterwards. Mm. You don't want to know, kid. Hey, what's going on? Where'd they go? What did I do? Hello. I... What did I do? Did I, like do something again in that trance I was kind of out for like five seconds now because I know you know a little bit more about the behind the scenes stuff here yep was this always the original plan for the ending yes or... oh, okay in fact there was supposed to be a lot more and it's not there's not any more in the signature edition but there was like a lot more that was supposed to happen at least during the chase yeah I was just curious if they ever thought of bringing in the kind of monster element from the, the story or if they always just figure oh, it's going to be. Oh, yeah. Well, again, this first started out, uh, if anybody didn't know, it was originally supposed to be a musical um, by... How obvious. Uh, <laughs> by Pete Townsend of the, Who, of the Who. Oh, really? Yes. Who is an exclusive producer in this. It wasn't uh, Ozzy Osbourne? It wasn't Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> Apparently... Uh, Mr. Townsend loved the book, I assume, and was like, oh, I want this to be a, you know, a musical, like almost like a rock opera, perhaps. Mm. And there's like a short film out there, like a live action film with, uh, that does similarly to it, so. And the, the Iron Man song was actually yeah. based on that, right? Mm. Yeah, I believe so. Mm, I, guess, I, I think it was supposed that. to be like a sequel to it. Maybe. Something like that. Uh-oh. I don't remember all the details. When I was a bigger Black Sabbath fan, I knew them, but I it's been forever. <laughs> That's, uh... Looks like the plot just occurred. Just yep. Like... Yep. Really. Oh. Why did he not, like, it's squish here. anybody? Oh, man. Look at that. He clearly probably, like, you know, yeah, he crushed a few people. Folks. Look yeah. at that. Nobody's, uh... Nobody's reacting negatively to him. He saved those boys. He must be good. What? He's not here to, like, you know, stomp us like that one, you know, lizard creature from those that, that one movie that will never have any sequels afterwards? <laughs> I, I would have figured they would have been like, holy crap, he's gonna try to eat those boys. Yeah. Someone just pulls out their gun. I feel like, okay, I feel like the perspective there's a little, uh, wrong. Whoa. Like, the giant's clearly taller than all those buildings, Wait, but, like, he's... He was driving away in the mayor's car? Is he taking his car for good? I guess he was taking the mayor's <laughs> car. I was thinking that too. It almost looks like he was smaller than the buildings. Yeah. Or at least of equal size, but like on the clear shot, or the faraway shots, he's not. By the way, that's the first thing he says to like all the people mm -hmm. uh, in the town of like, I am not a gun. That's it. Like, I mean, hopefully that convinces people. Yeah, nobody's at all, like, you know, terrified. Yeah, even Chief O'Hara back there. Yeah. Yeah. Who's probably uh, got a similar plot to uh, 
plot from Jaws. Where he's involved with the mob. Oh boy, yeah, the mayor. So right around here is where, like, there was a lot more, like, a lot other of other, like, things were attacking them, and it was insane. But they had to, like, you know, cut for budget reasons and or time reasons, mm. which made sense. I feel like he was gonna, like, just slug him out of there. You can't tell me to shut up. I'm the, I'm the government. I'll bend the truth. <laughs> Why not? Also, Dean doesn't wear a helmet. Nope. Different time. Oh! Of course. How liar. dare you? That's bad. Oh, so who is it? Not Eisenhower. Um, F-16s? Probably not. Oh, and there's a mother. There, Mama Bear's over here. Yep. Dang. Yeah, how do you feel this climax uh, goes? Like, are you happy with it? I think it works out pretty well. Well. I don't see how you would have... And there's the cliffs again. I think well. this is probably, like, one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie, though. Mm. Especially how Hogarth delivers it. You can fly! Hm. It's amazing. By goodness, and all that is holy, that giant metal beast can fly. Yeah, it's just got to solve that freezing problem, you know? Sorry, I'm trying to remember that what, what plot point that was from. No, oh, Iron Man. Oh, yeah, right, that. Oh. Yes, you're right, the first Iron Man. I like this where he's like, nope, I'm not going to. Yep. Like, does, does he not kill anybody in this movie? Like, no, I think he does technically kill somebody, but... Yeah, he could have killed that old man at the beginning. If yeah. He, somehow he survived smashing all those rocks. Yeah. Boom! Oh, oh, crap. Well, you got him, but he's still clearly, like, yeah. fine. Well, Oof, that guy's a little delusional. Oh, Oh, there goes a barn. Somebody was in that barn. Another happy landing. <laughs> That's why you always parachute land. Or parachute roll. I always like that line, by the way, though. Uh, another happy landing. First of all, you gotta get through him. Or through this thing. And second of all, if any of you have who have read, you know, who goes there, you'll find that space metal doesn't always agree with our uh, <laughs> atmosphere and or... or our engineers. Oh no, he's corpsed out. He's dead. We actually see a kid dead. Look at him whimpering. Oh man. What is it, CS Manos? The first episode? <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> well, if it's only the first episode. Yeah, exactly. It's a setup. Oh! Oh no, the bump on his forehead is gone. I mean, the thing is, this movie is not really adhering to any, like, strict formula, so... Anything really goes. Also, whoever's in that vehicle died. Oh. Oh, boy. And so you see, the true nature of the giant was there all along. He is just an attack, a weapon. Yeah. Not for attack and an invasion. Yeah, you said in the signature one we see a little bit of his backstory. Is it, are they like a war race? 
they're like going around destroying planets or something yes mm. pretty much that so like I don't know what you would have wanted from this ending Sometimes third acts just start and they turn to something so different that they don't really feel like the rest of the movie. I think there's a lot of setup, though, from beginning to end. Yeah, just tonally. Oh, that's fair. Like, all the humor is gone and it's very much just kind of action piece kind of ending. That's true. Hey, there was Earl. What do you think of his uh, attack mode design? It's cool. It's it's, uh, cool. it's pretty, like, I don't think I've seen anything since. Yeah, it's a little, it reminds me a little bit of the... Spielberg War of the Worlds, a little bit. I think that was what they were aiming for, especially yeah. with his little, um, his little uh, weapons on the back of his spine. Yeah, Spielberg ripping this off. I mean, I mean, but huh. you're gonna send a bomb at him, a nuke. Ever hear of Fallout? <laughs> oh, I know. I just think the same thing, but they always forget in, in movies. Everybody remembers like the fact that. Yeah, you, you, you destroy, you know, whatever it is, but you release a bunch of Fallout. Mm-hmm. Which I got a question at the end of the movie, of like, where's the Fallout? Yeah, that's fair. We'll get to that eventually, but... Roadblocks. You're all under arrest. For what? <laughs> oh, uh, no. How did he slip past us? Everybody yeah, take how did aim. he slip past all those guys? Uh, he rolled a 20 on Sneak, and they all rolled, like, a 2 on Perception. Yeah, I like the color all over the, uh... Oh, yeah, his heads-up display is great. Yeah, it's not a little bit, little bit of a You're nice You're gonna change. send a bomb at me? Well, here's a bomb of mine. He's tiny little head in there. Oh, my goodness. Holy crap. You all just averted disaster. Makes me wonder why, uh, we didn't have the Iron Giant there at the Battle of New York and Avengers Assemble. Yeah. Probably would have, like, taken on a bunch of Leviathans. Just kept shooting oh. those things, like, right at the portal. I hope my diplomacy check roll, uh, succeeds. Scary little, like, demon eyes in there. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I was gonna say, like, focused eyes, but yeah. <laughs> I actually remember that scene playing out, like, a bit slower, but... Whoa, what, when did the subtitles come back? This is so I know, confusing. that's funny. <laughs> so I was like, hey, it's there. <laughs> what do we gotta do to do that? I don't know. Yeah, how do you prove it to him after what we just saw? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, put your hands behind your head and <laughs> kneel. That's a good question. I like in the... He starts walking in the fog, that's kind of cool. And here's a little bit of a moment. Uh, Devil and angel on your shoulders. Don't give in to paranoia. Give in to, uh... Here's... Here's the here's my olive branch. The kid is alive. That's it, I guess. <laughs> and then gives that smug That's, look. There's the guy I hate. My arch nemesis. I will take him out. Well, there goes the bomb. Technically, they should have uh, asked, uh... If that was a direct order or not, but... It's funny, this general takes his coming death pretty good, too. All he cares about is revenge. Yep. He's, yeah, no, he's seems like a reasonable authority figure. 
but he just seems like more pissed than anything. Yep. He's not even too worried about dying. He's just like, well. Oh, yeah. The paranoia got him, and now he's uh, no longer an American. Yeah, now he's a traitor. Uh, yeah, it looks like this guy was uh, seeing red. Look at all these men, too. They're like, well, I guess we're dying now. Uh, I guess we're dead. <laughs> oh, we're dead. Yeah, everybody say your prayers. Well, I guess better <laughs> dead than red, uh, as they say. <laughs> oh. At least in this time. Period. Mm-hmm. Certainly not. It's not a missile. It's the bomb. There it comes. Look at it. It's been used in Aliens, Independence Day, Adventures. Who's got your cameras? <laughs> yeah, if you can aim that high. I gotta show my grandchildren. <laughs> Alright. This is the day I we died. Several from options bomb. to watch these kids die, all these people die, or. Uh? There's always a way to fix stuff. Solving problems is my thing. <laughs> I think. Well, again, this this has been set up, and it's all culminated basically into this. Yeah, we saw his ability to fly very recently, and uh, talks of morality and what it means to and mortality as well. Excuse me, guilt, I suppose, from his attacks too. Just yeah, <laughs> and that you know, all the actions that have led up basically have been because of him, and now he's going to fix it. And his rocket boots, can, or his feet, conveniently learned how to fly again, which is nice. Now, I gotta point out, though, I guess he could have grabbed it. And just, like, you know, pushed it into space. Mm. It is funny that it went all the way up into space. Yeah, it went, like, almost into the exosphere. Yeah, it was a little bit like, do they really, would a missile really do that? Oof. Probably. Ah, this gets me every time. And now, if it got into the exosphere, or even in the troposphere, or the mesosphere, we're gonna deal with lots of fallout. Yeah. That's, uh... It's beautiful, though. Yeah, maybe we should've grabbed it and kept flying and broke out of their atmosphere. Yeah, maybe got near the moon and then had it detonated. (laughs) Not in the moon, because that would've messed the tides up. (laughs) Dude, yeah, I noticed that too yesterday. I was like, oh golly. <laughs> There's some weird character background character designs, <laughs> yeah. but. Oh, he's gone now. Oh, man. Oh, he's. He's, he's got the steely eyes. eyes. Yeah. Glassy eyes. And thus, a new Star Wars born. Yeah. From, what is this, 2010? Star David. Amen. Oh! Look at that transition. That was a great trans- smoothest transition. Smooth, seamless transition. That's a lot of metal. Yeah, if only the Iron Giant was around. Iron Giant was around. He'd love to eat that, I'm sure. Oh, dude, he would, like, eat the entire structure. Yep. One more. The Iron Giant Rockwell Main. I can't wait to go there. Interesting. Tch. I thought they... Yeah, I thought she liked his, his art. They did, but I... Did they say how many months it was after this? 
say like nine months later? Uh, if it did, I missed it. Yeah, I don't think they did. No, yeah, because the transition was just the eye thing. Yeah, so. it was. I thought that was a little strange, too. I was like, I figured the government would be like, we need to study this thing. Maybe they did, and then they were like, ah, it's no, we don't, we don't need them anymore. Yeah, it's just a piece of crappy metal. We cannot identify it nor break it down, so here you go, kid. Yeah, here's here's a, some kid. Here's a memento. Another transition to him doing what I really want to do tonight. <laughs> I just get knocked out cold in sleep. Huh? Where'd it go? And then be woken up by uh, some piece of metal. Wanting to be returned to sender, basically. Yep. I like the whimsical theme here. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been all throughout the movie. Alright. See you later. Be seeing you. Or not. Hopefully. See you for the sequel that will never happen. The Iron Woman. I feel like there was a sequel to the book. Yeah, that's what it's called. Oh, that's right. Forgot about that. Do you think that this scene should have been played after the credits? Uh, yeah, no, I think this works. Because it is established that he can put himself back together and certainly establishes that he is basically Superman. Took a train and now took a nuke. There he is, buddy boy. I awaken from my snooze. Took me a while, but I'm back. Or almost gives a little smile. I should have winked. I need to no, assemble he... myself back together, though. It's a good thing he didn't wink. That would have that would have cheapened it a little. That would have, yeah. <laughs> Just, eh? It's like, oh, now he knows the audience is there. <laughs> I know that you all are out there. <laughs> I'm behind the fourth wall. Oh, but uh, what would you think? You know, I mean, mediocre or uh... <laughs> certainly not. Screen story by Brad Bird. Based on the book, The Iron Man by Ted Hughes. There you go, there he is, Pete Townsend. Or Shed. Yeah, that was weird. Shed, whatever. Very good score by Michael Kamen. Or Kamen, mm. Kamen, I don't know. John Walker has been uh, Brad Bird's producer, I think, since this movie. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, was this his first directed piece? This is his first directed, like, movie feature-length piece. Hmm. Oh, well, good work. Good and work. He hasn't done a ton. That's why I remember telling you, like, he's only done, like, five movies. Yeah. Which I guess is fine. It's better to do, like, you know, a list of, of quality movies than, like, you know, some duds. Mm. I, I won't. I shouldn't say that, but. No, no, it's fair. It's fair. It's too bad. I mean, he's had a long career, though. Not, not have a bigger output. I mean, he did, he has done PV as well. That's uh, the big thing he did. Oh, yeah. But no, yeah, I certainly um, enjoyed coming back to this. And again, like I said, I think it was the first time I'd ever seen it all the way through, but I'd seen it in bits and pieces over the years. Probably seen all of it, just not in one sitting. Okay. And yeah, no, certainly a very fun movie still. Um, I think I lumped it in with some of those other non-Disney animated movies from around this time, okay. like, um, uh, what was that one? Road to El Dorado, and, uh, Yeah, that was, that was DreamWorks, that was after their success with The Prince of Egypt. Yeah, I was gonna say Prince of Egypt. There was another one, uh, 
forgot what the other one was called, but they, I remember them all feeling kind of similar and yeah, just thinking that they're okay, but not really on the level Where of Disney. She... There she is. It's the queen and or goddess of the G4 bronies, Miss Miss uh, Miss Lauren Faust. No, oh, Lauren yeah. Faust animated uh, was a prime a key animator on this in this movie. No, oh, okay, cool. Very surprising. Apparently, she did some scenes with Hogarth in them. Oh, and you said Gennady Tartakovsky is in here uh, He's he's not in here. Apparently, he's well, at least on IMDb. He's uh, uh, uncredited. Oh, there's Joe Johnston on the yep. Iron Giant and designers. That was, I think, he was the primary guy. Probably mm. other people in there as well. And there's one other name that we'll get to. Uh, and I was so surprised when I saw this. I had to. I looked it up last night, um, but also had looked it up prior to seeing it this again. So mm. we'll see. He's further down the list. Um, but your question was like, does this hold up? Or actually, it was one of the well, it was one of the animated movies you were talking about, uh, Titan A.E. Um, yeah, that that wasn't the one I was thinking of, but that was certainly one of them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Titan AE. Yeah, another one that's like, oh, it almost works, and it's a little bit... I mean, it is by Mr. Don Bluth himself. Yeah, and that um, is one that I've always wanted to go back to. I just there he never is. have. Rick Remender. Oh, hey, yeah. that's funny. And that yeah. that actually is him. I was like, that's that's Rick Remender? What? Interesting. Yeah, the, there's so many names in here. It's the writer to, uh, himself? Like, basically, Brad Bird got together all these people like just all all these like you know um animators and 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 artists that were going nowhere or that, that nobody would want and he, he brought them together and they basically made this movie interesting and again the whole movie was unconventional it does you're right it doesn't like follow a traditional story structure or anything like that but i i don't know i just i think it works yeah there's almost an element of feeling episodic <laughs> Or a vignette-ish with the yeah, way that the, it's set up. Do you think it is a callback to 50s movies? Oh, I, I, it's, uh, it's hard for me to say. Yeah, I'm not totally too fair. sure. <laughs> uh, but yeah, what was your uh, consultant? So yeah, Ted Hughes actually did uh, work on this. Oh, there you nice. go. The, nice. Czech, uh, the Czech uh, Philharmonic Orchestra. Interesting. Like Neely. Oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, anyway, sorry. What was your question again, sir? No, oh, I'm. I'm not sure. I does this movie still hold up for me, or oh, I think of this movie. Oh, I was mainly joking there about asking if it was crap to you now, but yeah, no, this is utter crap. Like you know, <laughs> too short, way too short. Needs to. Uh, I want to see the. <laughs> you see the extended cut? That's not true. Yeah, but like for example, for me, I loved Aladdin as a kid, mm -hmm. and I still enjoy Aladdin, but it's certainly not you know one of my favorite movies it's not one i go back to very often and when i do go back to it, i'm always a little bit like oh you know i enjoyed it but i certainly don't love it like i did when i was a kid so do you feel a similar way or i mean is there something missing is it like you know on the same level as a miyazaki film for instance i think it's i think it's close i feel like it's it's an early attempt i mean not attempt but um could there have been more to it? Perhaps. I don't know. Like, do we want to have that, you know, space monster at the end of... Duck and Cover performed by Brad Bird. Well, that yeah, that was written... That was a that was a song written for the movie itself. It wasn't... There's actually a whole segment. There's a there's an extra on here that talks about it. 
Oh, did he sing in it or just? Well, like, it was like backup. It was vocals. Like, mm. It was just backup vocals. Oh, it was cool. all an acapella. That's fun. I know <laughs> it was pretty. It was pretty awesome. Uh, sorry, I interrupted you though. That's <laughs> fine. I forget. Uh, yeah, they need the spaceman at the end or the space alien at the end, and had like a big musical number. Because that whole that that the idea mm-hmm. of oh yeah, he, there's Will Eisner and yeah, Ted Hughes passed away right before this movie came out. That's kind of mm. kind of a shame. But I think he gave it his approval, if I recall. <laughs> but as for you know whether it needed more. Maybe there is something missing, maybe there's not, but I think as, like, looking at it uh, in a vacuum and, you know, not... And for Suzanne, that's his... Or Susan's... Mm-hmm. That's, that's his sister that was... Who was uh, taken... Who mur- was murdered by uh, her husband, unfortunately. Oh, that's horrible. It's awful. Yeah. It's not nice. That was that was terrible. I also wanted to ask... Shoot, I forgot to ask. Is this movie uh, anti-gun? Oh, it certainly seemed like it, yeah. Very much. I wonder what the... I wonder what gun owners and or like you know NRA enthusiasts would say. Probably do what my parents used to do with things like Jurassic Park, where they'd be like, "Oh yeah, it's a fun movie, but you know that part. I mean, you should, that part's just completely wrong." You know? <laughs> and I'd be like, "Yeah." <laughs> well, let's say this accountability does need to exist. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, you know, environments where that could happen, like you know, smoking environments, can also exist. What's your problem with that? All right, now we're just like yeah, talking now we're through just, the. Now we're just watching, yeah, all the foreign language uh, FBI warnings. warnings. Yeah. <laughs> See, I guess I'll skip. Past so I wonder that. who's. I wonder who's <laughs> broken those. Always gonna wonder. Who's gonna be the person that breaks this code? Oh boy. I would certainly hope not. Do you think, uh, yourself, do you think you will pick up, uh, the movie itself on Blu-ray? Yeah, I think I probably will. I, yeah. I would kind of hope so, because it's a good pick, I would say. Yeah, maybe even try to track this, uh, beautiful set you have here. So, now. speaking of which, um, if you guys see, um, this entry, this uh, episode entry, uh, we have a picture of my signature edition set that came out right when they were re-releasing uh, the movie and the releasing the signature edition and it was it basically touts a whole bunch of stuff there's a there's an un or an out of date or was it, uh, expired <laughs> eight foot tall robot statue of the giant himself which would have been really awesome oh cool I mean maybe it's still there I don't know I actually should, oh yeah no sign in numbered limited edition so yeah maybe it is still like out there I should see um, it's got a little memo written by Brad Bird, and then it has, of course, uh, some behind-the-scenes photos as well. I don't know if you, you did you see some of these? Yep. Yeah, yeah those are, are beautiful. Though. I put really my good. favorite one on the top. Nice. Um, and then a little another art book by talking about him, and then like a little mini figurine of uh, the giant himself, which I used to have oh, a figurine from either McDonald's or Burger King. I'll just say that's Something more else. than a art book. That's a little making of book. I guess it is. Yeah, Going it's not through. that like detailed, but it's yeah, yeah. Some of my box sets up there are super detailed. Like, um, yep. I can't remember if it's Ben Hur or the Ten Commandments. One of them has a journal that Charlton Heston wrote while he was on the pr- production. So we had like all his dates of meetings, his thoughts of like bits of the script. Nice, super duper cool. 
Yeah, I wish more people did that. Yeah, I love these kind of box sets. I don't really see them as much anymore, but it I always nice. love picking them up. This is, and these this came out in a limited edition. This was number 14,277 of 15,000 units. Yeah, I remember I even was going to buy this. I think I had it in pre-order. I think I had to cancel it for some so, reason. So, <laughs> funny thing, uh, there was, there was, when did I buy this? This is, I think, 2019. I, I bought this. So I had it on, what was it? No, yeah. So I had it um, in my in my uh, shopping cart, right? But I was so lazy. Like, I'm talking like really stupidly lazy. I didn't even go to, like, I had money, but I didn't go to purchase it. And I waited like too long, like a week or two. Mm-hmm. And it actually like went out of my shopping list. Like it, it just oh, like no. bounced. And so it ended up going back onto face. Like this was the last one on Amazon. And so it bounced and went to like I guess a third party, and then I bought it again for like, I don't know, like twenty dollars more. Mm. I don't think it's on Amazon anymore. I could be wrong on that, but yeah, I don't think so either. I don't think they rest- uh, reinstalled these. Reinstalled. Um, yeah, restocked. Thank you. Restocked them. Um, you could probably find this somewhere randomly, maybe. Maybe a Target or up here. Maybe you can randomly find it in one in Drugs or a Sunrise Records. Costco. I used to always find those kind of box sets you there. You know? You but know? I don't even know if they still have a big movie section, but they used to. Oh, that's true. I never knew Costco for movies. I guess they did, but... Yeah, at least four of those I bought from Costco, my oh, big wow. box sets. I thought you got those from online. Nope. No, most of those I got in person, at least early on. So was this uh, was my getting the signature edition worth uh, the inbox? Ah, I don't know. I just I love this movie, so I don't see why not. Hey, it's a beautiful set. Yep. You know, movies that you like, it's nice to have them in like really nice. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Condition. I was I was edition. reaching for condition, but yeah, edition. I guess yeah. Something nice to display, you know. Absolutely, it is. It's right behind, or it's right in front of my poorly propped to the wall uh, Godzilla Criterion Edition, <laughs> or excuse me, Godzilla. Sh- um, um, not show up, but yeah, I guess show era edition. Yeah, collection. Yep. Thank you. I can't believe these uh, FBI. We're still are going still through going. it. We are still going through it for some reason. We're gonna call it so. That is it. Maybe not the best commentary of this of this movie. Probably better ones. Ghost oh, and the sure. one by Brad Bird, just that one's probably more interesting than ours. And I leave you with this. Not a funny quote, not even quote, but a, a funny aside as I usually do with these. I ask all of ye, how would you behave if a giant alien, whether they are metal or blob monster, comes into the middle of your town and doesn't do anything, doesn't doesn't say anything, doesn't like you know attack or anything like that. I know that sounds a little bit like um, the day the earth stood still. Huh. There, I guess there there was that comparison that we kind of missed, perhaps. Oh yeah, that's true. There yeah. could have been that as well. Do you behave like the people in this movie, where they're actually? Maybe not so much open, but, like, they don't attack him. So maybe that is... They are open and... Yeah. They're just, you know, waiting to see what he does or what they, they do. Or do you act like the people in The New Frontier? 
Even though they didn't really do yeah, anything Yeah, I was wrong, trying to so. think what the, what the comparison... There is actually no comparison with that, <laughs> but my point still stands. How do you behave when a person from not around shows up? Till next time. But so I guess if we wrap this episode up, maybe reflect a little on our 100th episode. I mean, <sighs> it is it has been a journey. It is when I say humble beginnings. Maybe for you, maybe not. For oh me. boy, I'm uh I'm not proud of where I started. And no, I think I'm still learning even today. Mm-hmm. But I I want to especially thank if any of you are listening. I especially want to thank all our guests who we've acquired and are gotten on here over the past year thank you all so much like uh johnny jason michaela eric oh brianna uh and sean who i've never met but hopefully will do a commentary (laughs) in our review on with something at at some point um am i missing anybody yeah aaron 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 and his brothers as well yeah i was gonna Um, say it's funny it hasn't even been a year it's only been since november it's weird to think yeah Thank you all for coming on here and, you know, helping us and are hopefully enjoying yourselves as well being on here. We, again, I can't thank you enough. And to all those who have been listening either since day one or last one, or even now, (laughs) that'd be insane if that's the case. Thank you. Thank you, you know, for listening to us personally. I, I can't comprehend it fully. Oh, it stopped. Sorry. Yeah, we finally like you know, and we're back there. Nice, the giant stream. That's the making of basically the oh cool big making of of it. Yeah, I just thank you for you know taking your time to listen to us. I don't think I'm the most interesting person <laughs> on the internet. Very self conscious about that, but <laughs> you know I'm I don't present myself as an intellect or as well read as many other people are. But, you know, I, I, I also think I want to thank you for, you know, starting this with... Yeah, no, it's been it's been a, a ton of fun. Who would have guessed? <clears throat> I didn't even think we'd be able to keep it up for very long. I thought we would do it for a little while and then just kind of get bored of it. It looked like it, uh, it, looked like it wasn't going to happen after that. It looked like it was... Yeah, because I guess, yeah, we tried for a while. We had a couple little false starts. <laughs> oh, we certainly did. Yeah, one in 2016, then again in 2017, and then... I think it was even like December 2018 before we finally committed to it. Yeah. So, I like that his little eyes do the little blink thing. Oh, yeah. Us. And also the trees are moving in the background as well. It's pretty cool. And the stars. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty image. Yeah. By the way, just to interrupt, look at that figure. That's nice. amazing. How much is that? Uh, I don't even think it's available. Oh. Ooh. Oh, you can buy it for 162 bucks. <sighs> that was the first selling price, then sure. 
but yeah, no, I've, I've had a ton of fun. I can't believe we've been doing it for, I mean, we, we haven't necessarily been doing it for as long as we have. Because... No. And again, there might've been some fudging of numbers and or of does, does a, does a speakeasy constitute a commentary? Well, only the, I don't know. I only don't include the bonus episodes. Obviously the other not. Ones. Yeah. Yeah. And then the bonuses are their own kind of thing. They're their own so. thing. I also think that this is this is weird to say, but I'm glad the pandemic happened because that also helped us kind of evolve the show again. Oh yeah, because we only big time. we only strictly were doing it like this format where it was together on a couch, yeah, uh, in the same room. Now I have no problem with that. I I do enjoy that. Yeah, it'd be a lot harder to have regular guests on. Even Johnny, I don't think it would come on nearly as much if we were just doing it all in person. No, there's only certain movies that require something like that to happen. Mm-hmm. Such as, you know, the the Happening or The Village. Yeah, we also... Lady in the Water, whatever it was. Also it expanded was. the stuff we're covering, comics, books. Oh my goodness, I mean, like we've expanded exponentially, I'll say that. Yeah. And not to mention the Avatar podcast now, I mean, who would have guessed? <laughs> Shameless plug. <laughs> And hey, you know what? The same thing can be said with the the the, the crow podcast or whatever oh, it's called. I finally archived that today. You finally did, eh? Yeah, I was like, oh, I'm not gonna. I just don't have the time anymore. You're done. It's over. At least for now. I might yeah. come back, but you just you need a you need a dedicated host or a co-host for that one, eh? Yeah, even I don't know how I can manage the editing with three podcasts at this point. So <laughs> this is all you, man. Like you got you. This is kind of a dream come true. So where do we go from here? I business as usual. I, I mean, yeah, nothing's changing. I guess. Yeah, I got to get back to DC, and hopefully, maybe we'll cover some more animation because that's we've covered anime, but just American animation, we barely uh, scratch the surface. Don't forget Canadian animation, which barely exists. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they mainly like help out American productions. Well, there are like some that. like you know Canadian-made animations. Yeah, that's true. Like heavy metal. Well, yeah, that's another one that's kind of like, yeah, it's a little bit of a mix. But I would love to cover heavy metal, absolutely. That would be, I don't know how we'd do that. <laughs> probably would just have to be a review. Yeah, probably. I guess, where do I want to see ourselves at 200? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Not to get ambitious, but I certainly would love to get on to... I'd love to have Cap on here. That'd be cool. The Cap, or Captain Logan. I'd love for him to be on here. And or us to go over there... Mm-hmm. And do our commentary, my my you know, my my ambitious commentary of the swamp uh, return of the swamp thing, and then the actor commentary. Oh yeah, I guess the question that I've got for you, because I know there was lots of movies where you were like, oh you know I'm not quite ready to go there yet. Oh yeah, that's true. Do you feel like some of those barriers may be broken down? You know what? Fair point? enough, because I don't think we'll ever not have material for the show. Will this show ever end? <laughs> it'll end at some point it has to at some point all good things must come to an end is it gonna be is there gonna be a thousand of these things well i guess not a thousand yeah uh will there be a thousand of these i don't know if there's a strict number yet 420 we're stopping at 420 oh, oh no i'm sure we won't no, i'm we sure won't. we'll get there and be like oh wow that was fun reminds me of now playing podcasts where they were like if we ever get to covering the leprechaun movies that's it we're done <laughs> And they got to Leprechaun, they're like, well, I guess we're here now. We're, we've run out of material. We're just, we're all out of ideas. We can no longer go forward. Yeah, I thought that was real funny. Uh, are there some things that I'm now willing to show? Uh, yeah, my, this was certainly, this was the one I was saving for. And now I think, yes, there are plenty of things that I can show you now that I'm, I'm 
sorry. Uh, there's now plenty of things that I can. I'm confident in saying I will show you. Sure. Sounds cool. Yeah, cause there's so much, so much to cover. I'd love to get to a bunch of that stuff. Oh, uh, we got we got tons for both series or for both channels. Excuse me. Mm-hmm.